and faculty treated my kids like they were their own. Shiloh is a, is a place where, you know, your kids can come and be themselves. The staff is very open to things that the parents have to say. To enroll your child in Shiloh's Early Learning Academy, call 225-343-4734. Missionary Baptist Church welcomes you to a time of harvest. It is our hope and prayer that the Spirit of the Lord reaches you through today's message and strengthens your walk with Christ so that you may pass along the word and strengthen others' walk with Christ. And now we present to you a time of harvest.
welcome to A Time of Harvest with the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. I'm Fred Jeff Smith, pastor of Shiloh, and I'm very happy that you chose to spend part of your Sunday with us. As you prepare to receive the Word of God, we're going to be looking at a fairly familiar passage of Scripture found in the 19th chapter of the book of Job, where from the King James Version, Job makes this wonderful declaration, I know that my Redeemer lives and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And even though the skin worms of this body will be destroyed, yet in my flesh shall I see God. We're going to be talking about the joy of hope. We pray that this message will be a help to you and to your family. And we invite you to come and share with us in a live worship experience here at Shiloh. We're here every Sunday at 8 and 11 for worship. Church school is at 945. We also encourage you to come and share with us for midweek Bible study on Wednesdays at noon and 630. If you're enjoying this broadcast, we invite you to tune in to our teaching hour, A Closer Look, at 6 o'clock this evening, also on CW21. You'll be blessed by sharing in that as well. You can also catch us Monday through Friday with the Thrive Podcast. There is a new download of the Thrive Podcast every Monday through Friday, interviews on Monday, excerpts of our worship experiences and Bible studies on Tuesday through Friday. You'll be blessed by sharing in that as well. We want you to be a part of the Shiloh Baptist Church family, and we invite you to come and share with us as soon as it is convenient for you to do so. Until then, thank you for being a part of a time of harvest. For I know that my Redeemer lives and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms have destroyed this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God whom I shall see for myself and mine eyes shall behold and not another. We want to talk about the joy of hope. The joy of hope. In this text, we are made to see that God is our hope. He is our only hope. He is the source of our hope. He is the object of our hope. And we are made to see it through this portion of Job's story. Job's story is very familiar to most of us. He was a man who was given a great deal and yet lost everything. Yes. Scripture describes Job as honest inside and out, totally devoted to God, someone who hated evil. He was extremely wealthy. He was blessed with a beautiful family. He had a wife and he had seven sons and he had three daughters. But in a series of tragic events, 
all of what he had was taken away. Job lost his wealth to robbers and to fire. He lost his children to a tornado. Disease invaded his body and took his health. The fear that his illness was communicable forced him to leave his home and caused him to sit in ashes. Fake friends made their way to him and diagnosed his condition as being connected to some unconfessed sin in his life. His wife renounced him and urged him to forsake his integrity, to curse God, and die. Now, Shiloh, as we start this message, you need to know that this is the way it is in life. One moment, everything may be fine. But in the next moment, your world may be turned upside down. That's why you can't get too caught up in your moments. You have to learn to look at your life in total. If you measure things only by your worst moment, you never have reason to have hope at all. I know that my life doesn't look good when I measure it by my worst moments. At my worst, I've said things I should not have said. I've done things that I should not have done. I've thought things that I should not have thought. At my worst, conditions have so gotten to me that I have broken down and cried. At my worst, I have challenged God with regard to his fairness. But I'm glad that God does not measure my life by my worst moments. Hope in God allows me to see things from a different point of view. When Job faced his worst moments, God enabled him to have a different perspective. Rather than look at his life based on these terrible moments, Job did an overall assessment. And in his overall assessment, he he looked at the whole situation and he said, what I had, God gave. And if God gave it, then he has the right to take it away. And so even in this moment, even in this moment of despair, even in this moment of loss, even in this moment of calamity, the best thing I can do is say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Church, if we would know the joy of hope, then we must adopt Job's perspective on life and learn how to bless the Lord even in our low moments. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. 
his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Our hope is not in the best moments of our lives, but our hope is in the one who sustains us through our best and worst moments. God is good all the time. Even when we don't understand what he's doing, God is good. Even when we don't like what he's doing, God is good. And I'm not here to suggest that we will not have bad moments, but I am here to encourage you not to get so caught up in your bad moment that you forget that God is able to carry you through even your worst moments. Job was dealing with a series of tragedies that had befallen him, and for a long time he was able to keep his hope strong. But as we jump to the 19th chapter, he's responding to an accusation from his friend, Bill Dad. In the previous chapter, Bildad had accused Job of suffering a curse from God because of his wickedness. Before that, Bildad had reasoned that Job was suffering from some sin that is now dead children had committed. Before that, Zophar, another friend had concluded that Job's suffering was justified because he had not repented before God. Before that, Eliphaz, another friend, had said that Job had been irreverent toward God, and that was why these things had happened. I'm so glad I ain't got friends like these fellas. Serves to remind us that sometimes It's not conditions, but people that inhibit our hope. And when it's people, it's often those who call themselves friends. If we let them, people can be dream killers. If we let them, people can drown our hope with despair and negativity. That's why we need to be sure that we're anchored in the right foundation. When the moments of our lives turn sour, hope is available to us if we learn to trust in the Lord. Job listened to what his friends had to say, and he was very aware of how desperate the situation was. His friends and his circumstances had just about broken him. He says in the early part of this 19th chapter, why do you insist on putting me down? Why do you use my troubles as a stick to beat me? He says, I call for help and no one bothers to stop. He says, God has thrown a barricade across my path. He's turned out all the light so that I am stuck in the dark. He says, God has allowed you to destroy my reputation, rob me of all my self-respect, and tear me apart piece by piece. But I'm glad that Job didn't stop there. 
in the midst of this dismal moment in his life, in the midst of all of this feeling of self-pity and sorrow and sadness, I hear Job speak another word. He speaks a word of hope in the midst of a hopeless situation. He says, in spite of all of that, still, I know God lives. The God who gives me back my life lives. And eventually, he will take his stand on the earth. You and I know it better by this way. I know that my Redeemer lives. And he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Church, when you know that God is not only the source of your hope, but that he's also the object of your hope, then even in the terrible times of life, you can stand on your faith in God. Hear what Job says today. It's encouraging to us. First, he says, God is our redeemer. He's the one who gives me back my life. And church, the joy of hope comes when you know that you have a redeemer. The joy of hope comes when you know that you have someone who's willing to buy you back. That's what God says of himself through Jesus Christ. The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. When you know that you've been redeemed, then no matter what you're facing in life, redemption keeps the joy of hope growing inside us. And then Job says, not only does God redeem, but he says that he prevails. He says, my redeemer lives and he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. When you are engaged in an all-out fight, I ain't talking about a boxing match where there are rules and regulations, but some of y'all know about street fights. When you're engaged in an all-out fight, it's the one who's left standing that prevails. Well, there's an all-out fight going on right now between God and Satan and and the battlefield is in the heart of God's creation. I heard Paul say, I delight in God's commands, but it's pretty obvious that not all of me joins in the delight because when I would do good, evil is present on every hand. I find that there are things that I know I shouldn't do that I go on and do anyhow. I find that there are things that I should do that I leave undone. And so the real question is, is there anyone who can help me when I'm in such a hopeless situation? But then he answers his own question by turning his attention to the source and the object of his hope. And I hear him say, Jesus can set everything right in this life, and in him I shall prevail. My brothers and sisters, Satan is going to win a battle every now and then. But don't let him win the war. 
If you keep your hand in God's hand, the promise is that when the fighting is over, there will be one standing, and that will be the Lord. Well, that leads me to my final point this morning. Job says not only will God prevail, but that he will bring us through. He says, even though my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. I don't know about you, but that's great hope for me. It tells me that no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm dealing with, God will bring me through. When I'm dealing with rough times and when I'm dealing with rough people, God will bring me through. When, when I'm dealing with disappointment and when I'm dealing with hurt, God will bring me through. When I'm dealing with enemies on my trail and they feel like they have me where they want me, I just cry out, Father, I stretch my hand to thee and God brings me through. My testimony is the same as Job testimony. I'm not saying that everything is right. I'm not saying that everything is good. I'm not saying that everything is filled with joy and laughter. But I am saying that in spite of what I'm going through, God is able to make everything all right. God is able to bring me through. God is able to open doors for me that are closed against me. God is able to be light in the midst of darkness. And so I've decided to keep my hand in his hand. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand all of the ground is sinking sand. You can have hope in the midst of terrible times. You can have hope in the midst of terrible people. You can have hope in the midst of terrible situations. You can have hope in the midst of terrible mistakes if you learn where your hope and your help comes from. Psalmist put it this way, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills. And then he asks a question, from where does my help come? And then he answers his own question, my help comes from the Lord. Help doesn't come from D.C. Help doesn't come from the governor's mansion. Help doesn't come from the mayor's office. My help, my help, my help comes from the Lord. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Choir's gonna sing a hymn. Deacons are coming across. Ministers are coming down. There is a hope that sustains us even in the most terrible of situations. It is found in Jesus Christ. If there is someone here today, under the sound of my voice, within this sanctuary,
who's in need of hope. I'm here to tell you, you can't find it anywhere else but in the Lord. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone would humble himself and open his heart, I will come in. I will fellowship with him and he with me. If there's one here today who needs to shift the load, if you're tired of carrying your burden by yourself, the invitation is cast all of your cares upon him, for he cares for you. If there's one, why don't you come right now? If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, regardless of your age, if you have never made a personal decision to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. You need to come right now. If you started on this journey, if you made that decision, but somewhere along the way you fell short, somewhere along the way you got tired, somewhere along the way you slipped, our God is a God who forgives, he's a God who restores, he'll take you back right now if you would humble yourself and let him in. If you're living in this city and you are without a church home, we invite you to join with this church family. Plant your flag with the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. This is good, fertile, spiritual ground. We'd love to have you become a part of our church family. But whatever your status, if you're not sure... Staff and faculty treated my kids like they were their own. Shiloh is a, is a place where, you know, your kids can come and be themselves. Is very open to things that the parents have to say. To enroll your child in Shiloh's Early Learning Academy, call 225 343 4734.